What's up, 1559 probably presents The Rundown, Love & Hip Hop, Family Reunion, the official unofficial podcast of VH1's Love & Hip Hop series. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Michelle Antoinette. How you doing, sweetie? I am great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Doing good. It got cold for a second. Like, Chicago is so bipolar. I think tomorrow's 50, so I ain't even worried about this. I'm like, all right, if y'all want to do this little snow thing one last time, you know, tell me. <laughs> one last time. You know what? Every ever since it um it snowed on the opening or the season premiere of Walking Dead like two years ago, um, and that was like mid-April. I just be like, you know what? I expect nothing less. Yeah, of Mother right. Nature's division of Chicago. Like, I just, I have that thing. All right, let's get into this episode that had this super dramatic start with the black and white recap of Yandy and Judy during this trip. But this, they didn't even get resolved this episode. That's, I, it I, did not. I think next episode. So, Mendeci says it is hard for him to figure out who to love first. Isn't it... And I know this sounds crazy. It might sound crazy. But once you raise a child and that child becomes an adult and that adult goes off and finds them a partner, don't you as a parent realize like, okay, I'm not the focus of that person's life anymore? I would think so. I I just, I'm like, you don't need to love your mom first. Like your wife and and your family now needs you. But Judy feels anytime that Mendeci disagrees with him, with her. Yandy put him up to it. Mama D was a mediator in this conversation. Uh, She tells Judy that if you want your child, then you apologize. But Judy is not ready to apologize. She is still angry. She is hurt. And she's definitely not prepared for this talk to the point where she (laughs) says, I said that, you know, that Yandy put you up to it, up to it just to get under Mendeci's skin. She old and petty. Yeah. Mendeecee told her not to do this anymore. She's like, who are you telling this to? And he ended up throwing like these red cups. Yo, was there, when you were seeing the scene, was Trick Daddy and his son recording this? That's what I was, I was like, you are petty boots, sir. This like, is not something you're supposed to be recording. No. Uh, I thought that was really strange. Especially, I always think it's strange. I mean, and, that, and that's what they probably just want us to look like. They could have been recording something, something completely else. different. It might have been the, the, the party. And placed it in the wrong spot. He tells her, I get my strength from you. I saw you get through obstacles. That's how I get through them. And whenever I'm lost, I go to you. He told her to he- keep Aww. her head up high. Yeah, it was really dope of him. Mama D says, you raised a good son, a good man, a good dad. They all, th- all three of them hug and they exchange I love yous. Mendeecee says, I just want to make my family happy. I don't want to be seen as the drug dealer that hurts the community. Uh, and that was, I thought that was really done well. I thought the episode was really good, though. <laughs> I thought this episode was good. And I was also very um, frustrated with this episode because... I feel like there was so much more conversation that needed to be he- that needed to be heard that was probably held, and we don't get to see that. Between you talking about Fizz and they about or? everything, like all the conversations, like oh between, yeah, 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 you're right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Between Bambi and Scrap, yes, I could have got more. Between Drew and April, there was more, and I'm like, y'all gave us this like cookie cutter version of something that just seemed like it would have been so much better. Just give it some room to breathe. Just give it some room. So after, I don't even, I think the party is still going on. Maybe this was the end. Bambi and Scrappy are walking 
It looks like a parking lot. Bambi tells Scrappy she has a new appreciation for him. And if she had lit, at least Scrappy was. Scrappy was too. She was like, if uh, if and if she has moments when she says he's on some BS, then whatever, it's just a moment. And he said, I can't take it for whatever. I take it for what it is. And she says, Listen, I just want you to be an example for these people. And he's like, I am an example for these people. We supposed to be partners. We split bills. She's like, cool, but I'm not going to, we're not going to split bills. I'm going to come home, cook, clean, and rub your feet because we both grinding. He says, well, I, you know, you're right, but I cook and I clean. She said, you don't breastfeed. And this is when you know he was drunk. He's like, I hold a titty. I hold a titty when you're. That's what I'm like, just like a guy, when a situation is serious to make some, like to make a funny out of it. So either to lighten the mood or to change subjects real quickly. Here, this brought up my first problem of this episode because. I felt as it came, it come across as if Bambi's not expressing herself thoroughly enough for the viewer for us to fully grasp what your process is or what your problem is with scrap. And so it seems a little off. And then I feel like it went right into that for their date night. Yeah. That you were still trying to, and that's what I'm like, maybe it's the editing. I don't want to say that she couldn't communicate. Maybe they just didn't edit it well, but from what she's saying, right. She's coming off like, hey, I don't feel appreciated Mm -hmm. and I do this much and more because I'm the mother and I have to take care of these kids. And then when you get to the dinner, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but I'm just going to talk about this whole situation in one big swing. Um, (laughs) Then I have to come home and have to take care of all this and you don't do anything. And I think I got scrap because scrap was like, in so many words, how dare you sit here and tell me I ain't did nothing for you and I know I've been doing enough. Like, i not saying you did enough. I know I've been going down my way to See, make sure I do stuff for you. This this is what happened. He, well, she said, she was, she was talking about being appreciative and he automatically went into defense mode. As yeah, if, he did. As if, as if when she was saying, I don't feel appreciative, appreciative means he doesn't do enough. And I just, and my brother... Well, he said this on Saturday, I think. I don't know if you're familiar with I Am Athlete with Brandon Marshall, Chad yeah. Crowder. This is a it's amazing, amazing for uh, former NFL players. I think Antonio Cromartie is in it too, Chad Ochocinco. And they talk about real life things that men go through. And I I, I enjoy that so much. And they did an epi- a crossover episode with their wives. And oh. their wives were talking about how, you know, especially during the season, men they were they were like yo i wake up at five in the morning i'm in bed by 8 30 they're not acknowledging their significant others right and they were and all the men had the same response how could you be mad go on a trip you got this big ass house and then when i saw scrap like oh we constantly do that as men we we're yeah, like and i'm working so that. hard i was like I was going to because I'm like, on his standpoint, he's kind of like, I know that I'm going down my way to make you feel special. How can you say I'm not doing it? And then I'm like, in the same sense, which fed into April's argument, like everybody being that I have to be the woman and I hold you down and I take care of home and I do this and I do that while you not saying you go to work, you know, you take long hours, you do this, but you get to come home and be tired. I still got to come home, take care of the kids. Something like y'all were like just talking to each other and not, not listening to either one of of each other. They, yeah, they were, they needed a mediator. Yeah. And that Mama D, Mama D could not be the mediator. No. Uh, Let me finish it because uh, I know we'll get back to it. Da, 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 da. She just wants him to be acknowledged. He was more focused on the gorgeous beautifulness that guy made. And then he was like, I, I, I want to make love with you. 
to you with, with, with your hat on because like when I was little and I saw coming to America, them girls are sexy. I about fell out. I thought it was hilarious. And then I tried to think like, do I have any like kinks? Like, do I have something that I saw when I was little? But I don't think so. Uh, not that I, no, not that I can come up with. Uh, we can skip over like these, I feel their transition scenes are not needed. This one was the Jasmine complaining about paint and Jock complaining about paint. How'd Jock get two nights though? He gets a game. He gets a game night too. He had a whole day. Yes. <laughs> he has a whole day. But we we get to the arguing. And did he not do the block party? Who yes, did the block he party? did the block party. That's why I said he got two. Oh, okay. So our April asked Fizz what was his intentions. The producer goes and checks on them, and it looks like April tries to grab at Fizz. Fizz walks away. Producers take her to her room. So this is a a well done job of back and forth. We get both mm-hmm. their sides of the story. Fizz explains after Juve, the night was still young, so him and April had some jinx, drinks. And April wanted to have a conversation. She said she didn't want to fight. They had broke up eight months ago. Uh, he went MIA. April wanted closure. He found out she hooked up with some square dude after they broke up. So then she asked, who has he been with? She felt like when he started naming names, he was, he was throwing it in her face. Um, he believes, listen, it was a past relationship, past emotion coming out. She has bared a lot, tells people uh, they don't know her life, and Fizz isn't sure if he knows how to give her the closure she needs, and she is tired of holding it in, and she's overwhelmed. Do you want to pause here or wait till we get to her telling Bambi and Sierra? I just don't know why we don't take care of the whole situation right now. Because there's, <laughs> because there's a Ray part in here? where I, I mean, I'm just saying the whole story piece, like the whole thing. He goes, he talks to Ray, great. She goes and she talks to no, Bambi no, and Sierra. Oh, wait, uh, no, because when we did this before, people complained that we don't, we when we jumped around... So I was like, now you, because we could do that with it. This episode is perfect for that. Yeah, I'm like, specifically this, I'm not saying all the time, but this really is like, you have three major moments in this whole episode, and that's what you should talk about. Like, what and the, then this one don't you? even, <laughs> huh? No, I just thought like, damn, we should have just talked about, um, before we had jumped all the way to the end with Scrappy and April. Remember, there's an important scene with Ray J talking to Scrappy. And he oh, relates yeah. to his divorce. See, that's why you, yeah. If it's, so what y'all don't know, we take, I take notes, right? If we don't talk about like I can arrange my notes where it can actually go now. Like, oh, this could be smooth. But when we don't do it this way, we're on the fly with, yeah, let's jump around. I'm like, wait, wait, I forgot. All right. So we'll get back to right. Let's go. Where is, okay. So April comes to, we'll do it this episode. Cause we only got one more left. April comes to the room where Bambi was telling Sierra, like, yo, I might not even come to this, you know, game night. Cause I got a date night. Um, Which was an odd date night. But go ahead. <laughs> April comes to the room to talk about her moment. Uh, she says, at least she has someone, she has sex with someone outside of the group, which struck me as like, really? Fizz gets this, <laughs> Fizz gets this, but Omarion didn't get that. Like, what? Okay. He has sex with people, she, uh, by people, his exes that she knew they didn't like her. Feels the world played a part in his opinions on them or, or her. She cries because she still loves people who hurt her, which is real. I love when she went to people judge her life. She is tired of people holding down. And then she goes to this black man go through a lot and they have to, we got to support them. But we got, uh, it's domestic. We got to carry the baby. Coochie got to bounce back 50 50 bills and build the man and vote, motivate. Uh, myself because he's not building me up and I feel depleted. I was like, she ran, she she had this she, in the tub. Like, she was holding this in. 
she was her, which made me, my question to you was going to be, because remember, she goes on her whole rant. She even break the fourth wall. She is in the oh, camera. Yeah, yeah. She, she is like... talking to the audience. She and I'm talking to the camera so that you can know. And my, my mind was, who is this for? Is this for Omarion? Is this for Fizz? Or is this for both of them? Because some of the things she was saying strikes me as a message to Omarion. Which just brings, like, she wasn't over Omarion. So, mm-hmm. might have been a little, like, not to date the motherfucker who grew up with the Marion. Like, <laughs> you all constantly, I mean, obviously you got the kids, you're going to be reminded of them. But, like, that logic didn't make any sense. But a lot of this this relationship, both people, to me, are immature when it comes to relationship. Yes. Fizz is too old to just leave a relationship. Yes, which probably <laughs> didn't help. Listen, I'm telling you, which probably didn't help April because I feel like that's the same way Marion did her. Yep. And it, it hit too close. That and she might have been mad about um the the girl he probably the girl he slept with or whatever. But I actually just think she was just mad about all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, first of all, I had this high profile relationship with the Marion, right? We come on this show together, we have these babies. It does not work. Okay, rumor has it. I'm kicking it with Fizz, okay? She took the brunt of most of the, the backlash of everything that happened. People wasn't really saying too much about Fizz other than like, he bogus. You ain't supposed to sleep with your cat, your roommate, your... Um, <laughs> your bandmate, your guys. Bandmate, thank you. <laughs> your bandmate, girl, whatever, whatever. And that's about... He got a little a little pat on the, on the wrist and she got everything. She was yeah, you a hoe. hoe. She did, yeah, she did like everything. And so when she's going on, like, I had your back. I did this. And I feel like that's what she was talking about when it came to Fizz. But I also feel like she was saying that when it comes to Amarion, Like, I didn't say shit about how you did me. You know, I was here for you. I take care of your kids. You was out here doing like. I thought I was like, it's a double meaning about who she was going off on. Because I think she was going off on both. I can see that. And especially if Fizz had did something to remind her of Amarion. Like, you, mm-hmm. you, you grab back. Like, I can see if this was a real argument that not like that no, no cameras that she either would have said a Mario name or she would have said you act just like that nigga like yeah. I would that yeah. would that would have flew out of that in that situation but I am I am a proponent that closure is overrated only because I don't know what Fizz could have told her in this situation uh there's a lot of situ- this plays out for a lot of situations what Fizz could have told her that would have made her feel good about him leaving I mean, because honestly, to me, I just, uh, April could play that out in her head. Like, he's either going to say, either he's an asshole who says, I don't give a damn about you, that's why I left, or I was dumb and I should have handled it better. Pick which one that's going to make you feel better, but trying to get it out of him. Right. Because you can see how Fizz acts. I'm like, damn, this dude act like a child. He like, how he act like a fuck boy. He does. You're right. He does. Like, and that was the part. I'm like. It really, like, I know we was going, and people in general, public, everything everything that was happening, we was all like, come on, April. You know, <laughs> but, like, for so long, I have always rooted for April. I was like, if not just, like, you get on these platforms and you say some real dumb shit. And I feel like because she was always, if I'm going off of what she's saying today on the show, I feel like you didn't know what you were saying because you was just trying to protect whatever situation and, you know, take your trail off of this worst person and put it onto this one. Like when she had the interview, I think with Nick Cannon, maybe, and she was low key talking real shit about Amarion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and you were probably doing that because you got to make it okay for you to be with Fizz. 
Yeah, and that's the, I think the only line that surprised me was, and maybe it's Amarion, but what she said, I'm tired of keeping your secrets. And I said, whose uh-huh. secrets? Because every time we that's look why up... I'm like, I, it gotta be a double meaning. But like, she tell Amarion secrets. Her latest one was, oh, the only reason we did Love and Hip Hop is to protect Amarion's gay rumors. People thought he was gay. So I showed up on the show, his or his sexuality, I think that was the one. And I was like, Okay, why are we? And this was like a month ago. She did this one. Oh, I didn't so I even like, hear that. I'm like, whose secrets are you? Are you protecting? Because you are really, you be telling us all of Amarion's secrets. Well, give it, give it about a year. She's gonna throw Fizz under the ass under the bus. Do you too. think Fizz had sex with Monique? Like, who did he have sex with? And she was like, and here, I was like, who is it that you gonna be that mad about? But in her defense, it's like. Dude, if we pillow talking and you trashing this chick and you don't fuck with her, you did, and then to turn around and fuck the bitches, you trash to me? Like the nerve. I thought it was the girl was trashing April and then he turned around and had sex with her. It could have been a little bit of both. We, oh, and, like this and, girl hold talk up. about him, but did he you, talked about her. Did you not have flashbacks of Malcolm and Marie when he started naming names? Like, you never, don't name names. Now listen, she asked, she asked for it, but nah. See, that's why I knew he was childish, and he and he didn't want to be called trifling. I was like, yeah. because you have to see forward to be like, no, that's irrelevant. It does not matter. But he he rebelled in it. He's like, oh yeah, all right, yeah. you asked for it. This is what like, you're you gonna get. For it, I'm finna give it to you. Here we go. It was Lisa, Tanisha, Liz. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> nigga went started. down the list. All right, before we get too far, and I know I will forget a scene in between these scenes with April. Uh, Scrappy pulled up on Ray J, who is, who says it's weird being without his family. And he wears his wedding ring more now that they're going through a divorce. And he doesn't know if he'll get a divorce. Princess will always be a part of his life. And the kids, everything led up to it is magical. And Scrappy says, I'm in a similar situation. I asked Bambi for a divorce. And he meant it because he felt that Bambi doesn't understand him. And Ray was like, nah, you're in the same. When, when's the last time you slept with your wife in the same bed? Saying, I sleep with her every night. I haven't slept with Princess in two years. Now, we'll pause here. I was like, how old is the baby? The thing is, after a month of not sleeping in the same bed, isn't it time? I mean, to me, a week. But <laughs> isn't it time to like, sure. to, to like, oh, like, we got to do something. We got to do something. Because there's no way we're going to go two years of us not sleeping in the same bed. And you're correct. The baby. So, I mean, but you can have sex anywhere. You can procreate anywhere. Um. But when we go and lay our heads down, we're going to separate rooms. Which is why she sent him to his room. Uh, we 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 are in danger, and I don't know if a new city will be able to fix their problems. Ray added all the good and the bad in the kids, and they discuss how women never think they, uh, the women, ever do anything wrong. So then that's when we shoot over to Bambi and Sierra. And April starts by. So game night happens. And Sierra gland up Bambi. And she got her hair done just like April. Because <laughs> she's like, it was cute. She was cute. Both of them was cute, though. Even in a little, like, real-time confessional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I enjoy so much more. Yeah, I love um, these. <laughs> I call them the Bad Girl Club confessionals because that's what they remind me of. Uh I appreciate them. And then her being like, I had them take off my one wig to put on the other wig. Style, to like, yeah. I was like, y'all are cute. I like this. They have games set up. We got cards, regular cards. But so I'm, I'm, I was like, is, was it not a space table? 
Could we have not get any shots of that? Uno was set up. I feel like they gave us a quick one, real quick, when they was playing the race car. I said, would that go to space? Yeah. Uh, Uno was there, Connect Four, and Jenga, right? And there was a s'mores on deck. Fizz claims to be one of the top Connect Four players. He even offered to take on Yandy and Mendeecees together. I forgot who he beat. He might have beat Jasmine. April's there. She's wanting to confront Fizz so they can fix their issues again. He okay. beat Sierra, I think. Okay. Then Judy doesn't want to just jump into an apology with Yandy. Yeah. As she she's telling this to Mama D. And Mama D's like, no, well, don't worry. I'll help you. So then we like, we got our first Connect Four game that we actually could see. The, like a yeah. little bit of a, it was Yandy versus Fizz. And Yandy ends up beating him. So Fizz gets up, talks to Ray, explains the heated argument. The toxic relationship. He said, the, you know, the relationship was kind of toxic. You know, before it ended, so I just went MIA. And that's probably another thing, too. <laughs> he brushed off the relationship like they didn't just go through hell. But this is the thing, though. Y'all gotta peep everything. Yes, Fizz is wrong. He has more wrong than anybody in this episode besides April and their relationship. But, men, we gotta do better at holding each other accountable because Ray mm-hmm. didn't do anything. He was just like, so you think you can fix it? Instead of like, wait, wait, why'd you, you just get up and leave? Exactly. And what bothers me about the whole thing, because this is this is for Ray and um, Bambi and Sierra. And they was oh. like, you can just feel the love. You oh, can my. feel it. You guys are meant to make, make it work. Like, not everything is meant to work. We have this misconstrued idea of relationships. The fact that they these people were so heated. They said, man, y'all got passion. Sierra Goofy Self said, I think y'all soulmates. So you and Shooter ain't never argue like that? What are Listen, you, what are you talking about? I was like, what soulmate? She, yo, she jumped to. I, out here trying. She, she, she jumped to, I think y'all soulmates. And at the least, y'all could be friends. Who friends with a soulmate? Like, what did you wait? The way we use the term soulmate. Nobody's just like, yo, right. that's my soulmate. So we just, we besties. So I guess the argument gets heated. He said, man, you can get out. And she said, I wasn't leaving. And Fizz acknowledged that there still needs to be a convo, and Ray was surprised. And and then Fizz, this is how young Fizz is. Fizz says, "Man, I just can't go back. That's not. That's just something I can't do." But then acknowledged he went but back and had sex. But you went back and fucked the person that you were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Date night. We kind of ran through this. Uh, I don't know what type of animal that was that was showing up. What did scrappy <laughs> donkey booty face ass? They didn't even eat. <laughs> Uh, Bambi's glad they came, feeling unappreciated. Scrappy, yeah, we talked about it. Let's see if there's anything in there. He calls her a strong woman. He said, I thought you got it. He's doing a lot. She explains. She. This is, I think, her best, her trying to be clear. She's like, just because I say I'm not being appreciated does not mean I'm saying you're not doing anything. And then he apologizes for his arrogance. And she, does, she says, I just don't want to feel like I have to do everything. I want more time for you and our family. He understands that, and they head to game night. So since we already covered them, we can get back to game night. All right, we can get back to Mama D. If Mama D was Stevie, Stevie J, this episode would have been pulled or this would have been different because she was all over was Trick wildin'. Daddy. Was all over was Trick like, Daddy. I said, how y'all listen to our episode in the future? Because we was just talking about y'all, too. Why? Trick Daddy just... The nerve of him to say, I don't like old women. I like young women. Why you like young Nigga. women? Let's let's talk about it. Why you like it? Because you can manipulate them? They ain't been through nothing? You can show them a whole new world? Like, why you? What's your thing with young girls? 
all but, this Aladdin shit. But Joyda wasn't young. So um, she asked him to feed her. Sure, he's so first of all, Mama D was shady too because she was like, after about three drinks, he started to look good. Starting to look good. I was like, shit. Yo, we need a reunion do for we, that. I <laughs> was just to, gonna say, do we get a reunion? Somebody for a needs reunion? to play that clip and be like, Trick Daddy, what did you feel about this? How did you feel? Oh man, he tries to leave. She pushes up on him, and then she will, she lets him go, and he escapes. Trina, this scene was weird. What were they trying to imply here? So Trina, aka the Uno champ, calls Uno. But in the scene that we get, it didn't look like it was her turn. Because that, was that what Paris was arguing? I'm so confused. I, no, I think I missed this part. Yeah, so Paris is like, did y'all, did y'all get on camera when I bust her ass? But it didn't matter because she, she calls in and she makes Paris take a double uh, a double shot. And then April asks Ray, again, this is, this is Ray not taking accountability. Now get it. I get it. It's not Ray's job. But if you ask me, yo, what did you and your guy talk about? He told me about, he told me his side of the argument, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, oh, yo, the music was loud. I wasn't even familiar with the situation. Sorry. Burns on camera. What are we doing? <laughs> like, stop it. He tells her to go over there and make it right. But not like, he just like, he wasn't telling her like, yo, you got to be the bigger also, person. Also, why do y'all love forcing these deep conversations to happen in the midst of the room with a bunch of people? Yes. And this was a deep conversation to the point they where. They could at least was like, let's go outside and talk. Yeah. April caught herself. They talked. She was mad. He said, yo, you was, some, you was mad at some things I said to you. He, uh, he, I have let go mentally and emotionally. And I think you took, you think. He said, I think you think I got mad at the info you gave me. She's like, nah. He said, but you got mad at the info I gave you. And she said, no, I got mad because you gave me more info than I needed. (laughs) (laughs) And he he called out. He was like, but no, you was like, who were you with? I bet you was with a lot of bitches. And he said said, that call. He he, he came there verbatim. Yeah, he knew. I said this. You said said that. that. This is how we got here. none None you would know. And you were like, who, who? And then I started to name him. She calls him trifling. But apparently you lied. Why you said with somebody I wouldn't know and I knew him. Yes. He said that that wasn't her friend as they exit the party. And I guess Bambi and Sierra are right next to him. He told Bambi the same thing. April, meanwhile, outside, she looking for her key. She unmikes herself. Bambi was over there trying to give you the girl point of view advice. Come on, Bambi. Uh, Did Erica leave? Oh, no, she was at the game. She was at game night. Oh, I feel like I didn't see her not near yeah. part of this episode. She tells the producer she has no problem talking to him. She just don't want to be lied to. And Bambi and Sierra said, oh, my God, the passion. The passion between <laughs> you guys. The I think, Yo, we can get a minister. We can get y'all married. And they do. Bambi did say, you know what? You guys put a lot on the line coming out. And he said, listen, I'm cool with just being friends. Meanwhile, outside, she's like, yo, he an asshole. He a real bitch. But then wants him to come outside to talk for a real conversation. Sleep on it, sober but up. Listen, here, to get here's the thing. I get this. But I would have really appreciated if April would have said through her all her like fourth wall breaking stuff to be like, you know what? Y'all was right. Y'all told me not to mess with this man. And I still <laughs> mess with him. Because, <laughs> yo, when I'm watching it, he didn't treat Monice well. He didn't uh-uh. treat, uh, I think the girl name was Amanda well. Amanda. The, mm-hmm. the girl who told was an appetizer, not a main course. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. And then the girl he brought on to marriage boot camp. You because had low key off of the information provided via VH1, Mona Sky, and Love and Hip Hop. 
Drew is a fuck boy. Yep, you had all the info. So she's like, yo, uh, I'm chopping it up to me. It, it, I should have I should have known better. This is me taking the evidence and coming up with my thing, because I don't know Drew, okay? But on TV, baby, you give me real fuck boy vibes. He, yeah, real fuck boy I, I think vibes. it is because one, you, you the relationship gets toxic. You're not trying to fix that. And then you don't have a, a good exit strategy. You just disappear. And weren't y'all living together? How you? Ray should have asked the questions. Like, who I got. Listen, listen. Because one of the last episodes, y'all was getting a house together. So yeah. I got real. At what point? See, this is where they failed. At what point did we break up? Why did we break up? Was this like, y'all didn't start recording this yet because we had the COVID you know what I'm saying? Like, was that supposed yes. to be the start of next season for them? Because that's be the how we ended line. their season. Here's the thing, too. You're right. They let Ray ask the good question in his talking head. Ray said, yo, I didn't even think there was beef because all all through, you know, the whole time we've been here, they've been they kicking. Cool. So why did he ask Fizz? Like, yo, why didn't y'all? Wait, what happened? I don't know who could have. Fizz, you know, Fizz should have went to Mendeecey's. Mendeecey would have had him. Would have had him. Yo, y'all should have flew in Pap. Papoose would have had them together. Like, yo. <laughs> yes. Hold on. Why Remy and Pap wasn't? <laughs> yes. We need them. I don't know if we mentioned them last week, but these, I could have done. You need them. Yeah, you need Remy and Pap. Because they would have got, Pap would have got Fizz together. Like, yo, my man, you can't be doing it like this. Between, but, and then Pap, to me. Pap just make all the men around him better. Yeah, that's why he probably he don't come, hang out with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he would have got scrapped together. Yeah. And him and Mendeecees together, I feel like could have did real damage. You tell me, what am I hiring therapists and stuff for? What? I got these two. And Remy be coming with the authentic, like, you sound dumb. I don't yes. even know why you wanted to do that. I needed all of that. Can somebody hire us? We can pick a better guy. Yeah, we we be like, hold on, wait till y'all can get Remy and Pap there. <laughs> y'all can add just one more group. I don't but want that y'all. Makes sense. They probably be like, nah, I'm not leaving my baby in COVID. Like that's yeah, yeah. They do have a really really young one. All right, next time on the season finale, we get the talent show, some double dutching, Shakespeare, Jasmine addresses her issues with her mom Carly. And Judy and Yandy talk, and we get some goodbyes. So you know up. what's gonna bother me? I feel like the Jasmine and the Carly conversation is gonna annoy the hell out of me. And but, I feel like Carly being hella, either Carly really is crazy, like in the head, like she just don't be grasping stuff, or she just be like trying to hurry up and cover up and be like, "Don't say this on TV. Don't, don't, don't do this." I think I think Carly does have a blind spot. I think, or Carly might have the same thing where. You know, men in relationships. I'm working hard or keeping a roof over your head. You know, how are you complaining? Carly, God bless her heart, might think, yo, me doing all this reality TV, looking like a fool with all these men and doing this acting, I was putting food on the table for you. You know, that's why we couldn't spend any time together. But we've always said this kids want time. I mean, obviously they but want you know food, what but. It really, listening to her, it really made me feel like Judy, though, right? So, like, when Mendeecees was saying everything that he was saying and Judy got up in her feelings and up in arms, but he like, this is my point of view. I'm not dogging you. I'm just, this is my point of view. And she couldn't understand that. It just felt like an attack on her. And so I feel like that's Carly. Like Carly can't hear Jasmine, what she's saying and be like, okay, I see how you feel that way. Because one, we're on TV 
And even with all the foolishness that Carly did with these other guys, you know, that's it's scripted. I know what I'm getting myself into with this. I feel like Jazz was saying that she probably felt a little blindsided. Yeah. And it also was like, you doing this on TV. You know, when she was like, you didn't spend time with me. And she was like, I didn't spend time with you. That's that core. It's like, change your mind. Yes. We are in front of the cameras. The mics are on. You're not going to play me in front of the TV like this. I wonder I wonder if it's because we're not taught to take criticism well. Like, criticism, is just we feel like it's an attack on us. Instead of, atta- I, I learned in an argument with your significant other or with any person, you don't call them stupid or dumb mm-hmm. if you use those words you say what they did but even when you do like yo the, what you did was disrespectful the people so because with an argument with we're we're waiting for our time to talk so we can get our point across we'll be like so you say i'm disrespectful no i'm saying what you did was disrespectful i'm not saying it's hard you are to have a conversation with somebody like that who doesn't communicate the same as you yeah like, you can sit here and have all your words together and oh, explain it, yourself, and that shit go over a person's head, or they just, they oh, bull, they backpedal and pussy pop their way up out of oh, it. And you're like, oh. I realized, I had a really deep conversation with a friend one day. We weren't seeing eye to eye, whatever. And as we're having this conversation, they was being so emotional and so, and I was real calm. And I'm like, okay, I was listening to them. I wanted to fully understand why you felt how you felt, what I did to make you feel that way. I gave you the floor. I let you say all of your things. And then when it was time for me to be like, okay, well, this is how I felt. It was like, no, you couldn't. And I'm like, wait a goddamn minute. And that's for me, I, that's when I knew I had grown, right? Like, I'm like, yeah, I can have this conversation. And you have to realize people can't have that kind of conversation. People are not ready or mentally developed for that. I don't know. They're not they haven't had conversations, enough conversation with self to have conversations with others. Yeah, and to your point, when you were t- you're correct when you talked about how you can have your game plan. The worst part about it is like, yo, I'm gonna say this, this, I'm gonna explain this, I'm gonna listen to them, but then I'm gonna come mm-hmm. back, right? And then you start, you'll say your point, and then they bring up something totally left from what you were saying, or you didn't even anticipate. Yeah. So then you either your playbook gets thrown out slash you get mad like wait what the fuck that got it like now you're like damn i wait i wasn't supposed to be saying this we all the way over here now because you don't brought up some other sh- like and it don't being calm does not help the person who's mad right like if a person feels some type of way and you're hella calm they they don't believe it. like i remember like the same conversation i had and i was like hella calm like i was like okay i'm so, i apologize for that i never meant to make you feel well i don't i don't believe your apology yeah why because i'm not like jumping up and down and screaming no, and crying cool. like i can i can admit to my faults and my wrong doing nah, you too cool you just trying to get the conversation over with yeah wait but <laughs> that too that too <laughs> that too but because we don't have to spend an hour talking about the same shit oh man or when you think you you resolve some shit and they come back another you, thing like wait wait we good no i don't think you apologize along like wait I thought we had squash. We we didn't move. We oh, didn't move. and that, and not even like the immediate comeback. It'd be the comeback for like the next day. You'd like, be like, you still mad or about the, that? Or no? <laughs> or like two weeks later, and the tension's still there. You'd be like, I thought we have cleared all of this. No, nah. we didn't. We didn't do that. Mm-mm. I'm okay. still mad at you. Well, you're gonna be mad by yourself because I'm not mad at Dead you. No ass, more. I like, don't have the energy for this. Move on from this. All right. That's the episode. Next week, 
Oh, not next week. This Thursday on Equal Opposites, we're going to be talking about the Grammys, J-Lo's breakup. Oh, actually, actually, are you free to record on Wednesday? Yeah, it works even better. I'm off Thursday, and I have no idea when these dudes are leaving, so we can record okay. Wednesday. Oh, you're off on Thursday. Yeah, but my friends are coming over, so I was like, if you want to record. what time? They will be here 11 in the morning. Are you off Thursday? Okay. I'm about to say, hell, no, no, I'm no, I work, but I'm leaving Thursday night. So I was like, oh, I would tell John that she's recorded at like four when I get off of work. But no, that's fine. I'd rather do a Wednesday. So if I have any last, last yep, minute you got things I got to do, I can do all it. All the way free. Uh, <laughs> J-Lo's breakup, makeup, breakup. Uh, getting getting cussed out by a parent. We got to talk about that because Kirk Franklin uh, cussed out his son. And then came out with this apology. You ain't got to apologize, we sir. Save, save it for Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever else happens alright you can tweet me at one and only you can tweet Shell at sexy Shell you can follow me on Instagram you can follow me on the snappity chat at I miss with the Z Shell make sure you follow the website 1515F check out the podcast everybody cooking this week support on Patreon as low as $3 get you bonus episodes until next time guys I say peace she says bye